welcome to our third episode of the Parent Podcast. It took me a minute to remember what it was called. It's only the third week, so we're trying this because we really want to help our parents and families win. So I'm Christy Aguiar, children's pastor at the Simple Church, and I'm so proud and thankful that our church has invested in families and parents and kids so much over the years. Um, But now we're trying to do even more to help our families um, really win and and succeed in the home. So that's what this podcast is for. We'll just, we have different guests. And today I'm super excited to introduce to you Miss Laura Alderman. Hi, Laura. Hey, hey, Christy. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here. Laura is, has been a longtime Simple Church volunteer. You've been a part of the church how long? Gosh, since 2008. Okay. Almost the beginning. Yes, and I probably met you very close to that time, and um, you've served in lots of areas in the church, been a part of a lot of our do-good projects, and served in Simple Kids, and um, so I'm just thankful to know you. Laura is also a licensed um, counselor uh, that does private practice in town, and I've my daughter and I have both seen her as a counselor. So um, I think you're going to love today and you're going to find what she has to say so useful. So um, what I ask Laura to do today is kind of talk to us about this big word that is kind of scary for our kids and parents right now, which is anxiety. Um, We've all said that word probably way more in the last few months than we have in years past, but we kind of all struggle with that a little bit. Um, So tell us what anxiety is and then like how kids feel it and know what that is. Sure. Anxiety is a normal emotion in response to danger. Like it's purposeful. We need it to keep us out of trouble. It can cause a problem when we think we're in danger, yet we may really not be. Oh, yeah. And so... We can get in our head with some negative thinking, and that can spiral out of control, and you can end up with anxiety attacks um, or even just this pervasive sort of sense of anxiety, Um, and children and adults can can both feel it. So the conditions we're in right now are kind of ripe for growing and rooting anxiety in families, and you know, you asked me to talk about some advice for adults and children. Yeah. And I think what I'm going to share today applies to both. But the first the, the first thing I want to say is that adults need to express their anxiety in ways that don't involve their children. Wow. So this is new for parents because mm-hmm. sometimes we like to just talk it out loud mm-hmm. in front of them they see us act crazy act a fool in the grocery store mm-hmm. at home at a ball game so parents like it's not intentional I think we don't always mean to show our anxieties in front of our kids it becomes kind of natural mm-hmm. but but really listen to this because it's something that we all could implement better yeah so kids get their sense of security from their parents mm. And when parents, um, when adults, excuse me, when we start to feel like we're losing some control in our world, 
that's usually what makes our anxiety increase as adults. And that has a ripple effect on children. However, kids are under no illusion that they have control, if you think about it. Love that. They're governed by adults everywhere they go. They have rules and structure everywhere they go. And they adjust much better to change than we do. And I'm going to give you a concrete example. I have many, many child and adolescent clients that I see, and and I've just asked them an open-ended question about school. You know, I've just said, school's really different this year. What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? Not one person has said one thing about having to wear a mask. They don't even mention it. Ding, ding, ding. Did y'all hear that? Like, really? (laughs) I mean, that's what... As adults, every mm-hmm. day, you can't have a conversation about mm-hmm. why do we have to wear these masks or mm-hmm. aren't you glad we wear the mask mm-hmm. or whatever side of the spectrum you're on, the mask is in conversation. Yeah. But our kids just learn to adjust. It's so, a non-issue for them. It's so amazing. And so when it becomes an issue for them, it's probably because mm-hmm. us as parents mm-hmm or more anxious about it or worried yeah. about it and we bring that into the home. Yeah. So um, so what I would say for adults and kids, and this applies to really any age, anybody in any situation is when you're experiencing increased anxiety, you wanna do things that are going to release the positive neurochemicals in your brain called the happy hormones, if you will, or the happy chemicals. And those include um, endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin, not oxycontin. It's important (laughs) to make that distinction. Make sure that you heard that right. (laughs) Oxytocin. And so there's some specific things that we can do as adults and kids that will make us feel better and reduce anxiety. A little stressed worried, mm-hmm. anxious. Sometimes those words get intertwined. I know they're mm-hmm. all very different, but usually the early stages of feeling that pressure or overwhelmment, um, you can stop and do some of these practical things yeah. as an adult or a child. So yeah. tell us what some of those things are. So the first thing is accomplish something. Do something on your to-do list or create something, you know, um, spend some time involving yourself in a hobby that you enjoy and the same thing applies to kids so when we can accomplish something or create something that releases dopamine in our brains and that's definitely so you want a dopamine rush from good things people seek dopamine rushes from um, dysfunctional choices as well we Uh won't go into that right now not this podcast maybe later (laughs) but um so crossing off something on your to-do list or creating something. Well, that makes something. me so excited, yeah. Laura. I love a to-do <laughs> list, and I love a black Sharpie line that goes straight through it. Because your brain gets a dopamine yes. rush. That's why you love it. That is. So, it's so a, try it. Yeah, it's a moment of feeling good. And if you think about it, it's a moment where you feel like, I'm in control of that thing. Yeah. I accomplished something. And then... The second thing we want to do is surround ourselves with positive, supportive people, and children need that as well. So we talk a lot about building resilience to combat adversity or anxiety, and one of the most important components of resilience 
is a caring, supportive person in your life. Um, for kids, that doesn't even have to be somebody that lives in their home. It can be a teacher. It can be a volunteer in Simple Kids. It can be a their coach. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. a coach. It can be anybody. What matters is quality time, not quantity time. And so having a connection with a supportive person for adults, that's important um, because you need a place to kind of vent your fears, but you want that to be with someone that's going to give you wise advice. And we yeah. all know who that is. Yeah. So like, you, if you are talking to somebody that's, you know, right there with you and mm-hmm. is negative, that's just going to keep you going down the spiral train. Yeah. But if you are talking to somebody else that is positive, trying to bring, bring you back, you know, to um, a more positive light and outlook Mm -hmm. then you can feel in your body the difference yeah like you're either getting happier with the conversation or you're getting fired up or fueled up or or angrier um so yeah so as adults it is important to find that person and at church you know we have those places like life groups Mm -hmm. where they can find somebody that's like that we we do have counselors we do have staff members that will help you get back on track your kids same um we have life group leaders, you know, for students. And um, so finding that person is yeah. very important. That way you're not bringing it home right. to talk to them about it. Yeah. And you got to take, as adults, take responsibility for that. So being involved in a group like life groups, for example, is super important because, again, you're, you're giving yourself experiences that are going to release those positive neurochemicals in your brain. And in that case, it's serotonin and oxytocin and um, those are the social interaction chemicals so that's the rush that you get from being around people that you enjoy people who accept you will support you and give you wise advice that's awesome and I personally I do that um, with a walk in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. with a friend or two in the evenings and you know we talk about the day we get all of our words out and do all that but I know that those are the people that bring me joy to be around so finding that person in your life is so huge because then by the time I come home to my kids I'm feeling better I'm not drained I'm ready to battle what's in the house waiting for me when I get there dinner and laundry and all those things because you're building resilience by those positive experiences and then the the third area endorphins that generally comes from movement or exercise and it doesn't have to be a marathon Um, although you can run a marathon well not right now (laughs) I did one in March but see I knew that happened (laughs) those are I don't even want to say those are goals because I probably should have a 5K as a goal first, right, Laura? No, that walk you're doing <laughs> yes, and interacting socially, that's a double win. Woo-hoo, you get extra that. points for that. I love that. See, you're getting you can your, take a walk. Yeah. You don't have to run a marathon like know. Laura. Yeah, you can. Um, the point is, n- you know, n- not to aspire to a number on a scale or a number of miles it's just to get your heart rate moving Mm -hmm. and then I know we're maybe running short on time but we're good so one of the most important things I want to be sure I mention that adults really neglect but kids know the value of is fun 
Why, as adults, do we always forget fun? Because we think that's for kids. But let me tell you, it is the nutrition of your emotional well-being. It's as important as the food you put in your body. Mm. It gives you a break. It gives your brain a break from thinking about problems. It reminds you that life is worth living, gives you a moment of joy. And so we need to be pursuing fun every day with a vengeance. Wow. It yeah, needs to be I, number one on the to-do list. And it's okay if anybody would show us their to-do list. Number fun is not number one it's on my list. It's probably not. No. Mm-mm. In fact, sometimes that's the one thing mm-hmm. that doesn't get marked off because yeah. you you have all the family responsibilities mm-hmm. that you have to do and, um, you know, to go into the grocery store when you leave, getting all your work done, answering all your emails, responding to all the text messages that you get in the evening or that you put off all day, doing the laundry when you get home, figuring mm-hmm. out what's for dinner, taking the kids to all of their things. And you just are having to do the one, two, mm-hmm. through ten, and fun gets left off. Oh, yeah. And it's not because we don't want to have fun, right? I mean, I love to have fun, mm-hmm. but it is the one thing some days that gets left off so we have to prioritize that I mean we have to put it on the to-do list I love that I've never really heard that put it there and make sure you do it because it's better for you and it's better for our kids yeah so kids need to fun incorporated in their daily lives adults do as well Um, and it doesn't have to be some huge big experience it can be as small as watching a funny cat video, sorry, Scott, on YouTube. Exactly. I don't want to, like, pick on cat owners, but... But, yeah, there are a lot of those. So you can find a lot of videos of cats. But, yeah, really, it's just taking a couple of minutes to break from the rest of the to-do list, mm-hmm. to laugh together, yes. to smile, to totally not think about the worries in your house, because... I know they're there. Like you do have to talk about the bills and you do have to sign the school papers and Mm -hmm. you do have to make sure they're studying the test. Like those are all things that have to be done. But for just a few minutes, Mm -hmm. taking that break is so good for you and your kids. Yeah. And so that's one reason in the um, FX box that we've been talking so much about at church, which has been such a huge hit for our families is we do have that fun element in there. Mm -hmm. And that's not just because, you know, Simple Church, everybody always says, oh, y'all just like to have fun. We, I mean, that's important to us. We do like to have fun. And it, so that element is to remind you to have fun in your home. So for this month, we're asking people to host a little block party, which just isn't huge. I know what state of pandemic we're in right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm not saying invite all your friends from the whole neighborhood, but a couple of people over to get a lemonade that your kids um, set out for them on the driveway or a bottle of water or a cookie or whatever and just invite them to watch Simple Church um, online or watch Simple Kids Service online because you're going to kind of get all of these elements that you're talking about, um, being around a positive message, yeah. um, being socially interactive with people that are around you, getting a little exercise because you're walking through the neighborhood, mm-hmm. all the things, and then just taking a break from the normal mm-hmm. to-do list to do something together as a family. Yeah. You're creating experiences, memories, and having that fun element that everybody's body 
mind yeah all needs right now yeah so, you didn't know you were building resilience look with that I'm, fx i'm box. super excited i'm learning <laughs> i learn something new every day which i hope you're learning something new too um i also wanted um laura to just talk for a minute like middle school high schoolers mm-hmm. actually pretty much any kid these days have so much um just worry and anxiety mm-hmm. at school with relationships mm-hmm. with you know the current state of social media and all that I, I did start going to see Laura as a counselor with my daughter when she was in middle school. Um, and one of, the, I, I told her, tell her all the time that one of the pieces of advice that she gave us was so helpful to our family. I wanted her just to, want you just to share, sure. share that with, um, with our parents now on just those moments of anxiety when our kids just feel like, they're just stuck and yeah. they don't know how to get out of it. Well, so a lot of times it's anticipating the worst case scenario, like yeah. just expecting something really bad to happen, whether that's peer rejection or failing a test mm. or, you know, just not being capable of doing something that's expected of you. So with kids, what I like to do is just look at their track record with them. And we talk through, so has this happened to you before? Um, I don't try to convince them that bad things cannot happen because they're smarter than that. Of course, bad things can happen. um, But what is the likelihood of it? And do we want to spend our days fearing that? Or do we want to enjoy our time at school and, you know, in just regular life? So, We focus on the track record. We focus on what is true instead of what if might Mm. happen. This is the key right here. Yeah. So what are the conditions of your life today? What is true today? Um, And if I were talking with a middle school student and she was worried about grades, we would talk about, so what were your grades last year? Generally, the ones that are super worried are honor roll students. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to remind them of their capability and their track record, that anxiety begins to diminish. Um, and so one thing that parents can do is ask their children when they notice that anxiety is a problem, what's, what is the bad thing um, that you're worried about? What is the bad thing that might happen that you're thinking about right now? Like the worst case scenario. Yeah, get them so to talk yeah. about it. Just you know, welcome the elephant in the room mm, good. <laughs> and get them to talk about it. And then, then you can start because first thing you want to do is acknowledge what the fear is. Yeah. And then, um, then you can start to talk about what reality is. Oh, that's and so good. Is, are you really in danger of this happening and why or why not? So, um, we, we think like a detective. We look for the clues and the facts. That's so good. And as adults, um, you know, it's such great advice for us, too, because I don't know if you have a brain like I do, but in a matter of seconds, I could create something in my head and there not be an ounce of truth to it Mm -hmm. because I have just been afraid or fearful that that is what could happen Mm -hmm. or especially with the teenager driving. Oh, my goodness. I can't tell you how far down that rabbit hole my brain would go in a second right and I would have to take those principles that Mm -hmm. you taught us Mm -hmm. back then and okay yes something could happen but 
does that happen every time they get into a car? Mm -hmm. Does that, you know, and talk myself out of it before I can get out of control. Mm -hmm. And so um, anxiety affects our kids. It affects our um, students. It affects our spouses. And I think for me, just talking about anxiety being a real thing and Mm -hmm. it being okay, we just need to address it. Yeah. Don't pretend it doesn't happen. Right. And feel, feel like you are just this terrible person and you're, you know, you're never going to be um, able to get over it. But it is something that we can deal with if yeah. we address it. And do those things that will help you control your anxiety instead of it controlling you. Oh, and that's so, so good. Some of those things we've already talked about. But if you just real quickly, if you're a parent and you notice your child's anxiety is really escalating and you can't even have a rational conversation with them, you can help them do something called belly breathing. So it's slow breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. And for kids, I say, I want you to smell a flower with your nose and blow out a candle Mm. with your mouth. So in through your nose and out through your mouth, just slow belly breathing. If they can do that for 10 times, then it literally brings your heart rate down. It can help you get to a place where you can then have a conversation with them. Oh, that's such good Mm -hmm. practical advice because anyone that has kids um, will or has been in a situation where they need Mm -hmm. that practical advice. So, um, well, anyway, I know we could talk about anxiety for so long because especially right now, it feels like everyone has some form um, of it, but hopefully this has been helpful and you'll be able to get your family back on track and your personal, actually, we have to kind of figure ourselves out first before we can help someone else. Um, and you know, I always think of when I hear the word anxiety, you know, God's word where it says, don't be anxious about anything. Um, yes, that's totally easy to say. Um, but sometimes it's hard to to put that into practice, but Mm -hmm. know that you can, Mm -hmm. because God has equipped you, um, to be able to put your focus back on him and on the things that are really in front of you Mm -hmm. with a lot of these techniques that you've shared us with us. So, um, we're here to help you. Um, we love our families. Um, we just want to help you raise kids and have a home where, um, you, you do get to talk about Jesus, you do create these experiences, and you do learn to have fun together. So um, thanks for being a part of the podcast with us today, Laura. You're amazing. Thanks for having me. If you um, need a licensed counselor in town, let me know. She's amazing with your kids and, um, and with adults. So we have a lot of other counselors that we recommend it's uh it's not a bad thing to have a counselor get that stigma out of your mind we all need one at times so um let us know we're here to help thanks again for um being a part of the podcast with us and we'll talk to you next week